0: Welcome to this episode of Consider It Blacklit. I am Kim, your host. And for those of you tuning in for the first time, Consider It Blacklit highlights films, television programs, and stage plays that feature African Americans both up front and behind the scenes. We also discuss social issues as it relates to some of these programs and how they may or may not impact our communities. So, thank you for tuning in, and we hope you continue to tune in each week. Today, we will highlight the 1974 classic film, Claudine. It stars Diane Carroll and James Earl Jones. It is about Claudine, a single mother of six, struggling to take care of her family and juggle a relationship with a sanitation worker she met while working as a housekeeper in the suburbs. Today, to discuss the movie, we have a returning guest, Thelma Ramsey, who is a writer, an educator, and a comedian. Welcome, Thelma. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> so we love this movie, and there's a lot of different things that mm-hmm. come out of this movie. So let's first talk about um, the theme of being a single mother. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the double duty? That um, Claudine did, like working all day, coming home tired and still having to tend to her children. What's your perspective on that?
1: Well, I have a little bit of experience with that because I am a single mother. But I think about my own experience and I only have one child. (laughs) So coming home, you do definitely need a moment to decompress so that you can go in and give them something. So I just couldn't imagine coming home with having worked a, a job that requires you to do manual labor and having to have anything to give to six children. So that you kind of saw when she came home, she was scattered, she was she was all just in every different direction, and all six of the kids were vying for her attention in their own um, individual ways. So I, I, I don't know how she did it, I really
0: don't. Yeah, I, I was tired just, looking at her cause she worked all day and she had six kids, she's yelling who didn't do the dishes, mm-hmm. get out the bathroom, mm-hmm. they're cussing each other out. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, right, it, right. it was a whole, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, let's talk about, you know, just the trouble of her disciplining her kids. Cause mm-hmm. you know, she had six kids and you know, you may try to put them on punishment, like stay in the house, but if they know but you're not you're gonna not come there. home till right. six, mm-hmm. they're gonna go outside. Right. So let's talk a little about, what's your perspective on that?
1: Well, again, she came home and the, the first thing you don't you want to do when you come in the house is just have a moment. Mm-hmm. You don't want to come in and start having to tell people to do this or do that or you didn't do this and you didn't do that. But they knew that when she came in, she was too tired to really mm-hmm. give them any true attention and directives. So they just they basically took advantage of that situation, which most kids would do. Mm-hmm. Um, so she really didn't have a good handle on that. But. They weren't to the point where they were so disrespectful that they, they weren't totally doing just every and anything, but they knew that they could just push the envelope just a little bit further, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. As an educator,
0: I'm I'm sure you deal with um, all different kind of kids from different backgrounds. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, tell us some of the, the things that you see with
1: uh, parents who don't really spend a lot of time with their children. Um, it's, it's funny that you say that because I, I have, um, Quite a few parents, who uh, quite a few students, who it shows up in their work at school. You have those students that act out. You have those students that have discipline issues and need counseling. And then when you meet the parents and you hear the story, you're like, well, this child is striving for is 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 starving for attention. The school I work in, the, the kids happen to be very bright, but I have some students that are struggling academically. And then when you find out what's going on at home, you understand why their parents work till 11 o'clock at night, they're left on their own to most of the day, or they're caring for other siblings or younger siblings. So I, could, I see some parallels with some of this, my, my students and their their families that Claudine had. The, mm-hmm. the kids are very bright, but the son decides he's gonna hustle on the street rather than go to school, but he has the, the, the ability to go to college or, you know, Mm -hmm. he's actually a brilliant, you know, they're brilliant children, but they just don't have that, that structure Mm -hmm. that they need to, to be successful. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Um, One of the touching scenes
0: was when uh, Claudine found out that her daughter was pregnant and mm-hmm. she had all through the movie was saying don't get pregnant don't get pregnant right and she gets pregnant she doesn't even find out from her daughter she finds out from know, her I'm oldest sorry. son and mm-hmm. then she goes in there and takes a brush and just starts beating her mm-hmm. um, that was very emotional because you can tell that it was more than just about her getting pregnant but her not wanting to see her daughter make the same mistake she did, and she was
1: just like... That's that's yeah. exactly what it was. I think she just, all the frustration and hurt and everything, she just didn't want to see her daughter go down that same path. Mm-hmm. And, and starting to cycle all over starting again. Starting to
0: cycle all over again, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was crying, I was right. crying, <laughs> everybody was crying. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, in general... You know the theme was, and like with all mothers, they want their children to do better than they and do. They did. Yeah, mm-hmm. the next right. generation. So let's talk about the the love story between um, Claudine and Rue, mm-hmm. Rupert. They call him Rue. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, initially, Claudine wasn't interested in him until she
1: saw him stand up to the white man. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Tell me what you think about that. I think what she saw in that was that she saw a man. Mm-hmm. You know, every woman wants somebody that they feel can protect them, can stick up for them, and can have their back. And I think in that moment, in the times that she was working for that family, she knows she really didn't have a voice, that this man probably could have a voice for her. So mm-hmm. she really, I think she admired that, and she found that a little bit sexy. So she decided to give him a shot on a date.
0: Yeah, but, I yeah. thought it was kind of sexy, because, you know, I never thought of James Earl Jones as really being sexy. Even, He's always Darth Vader right, to me. <laughs> yeah. You know, other yeah. than
1: um, potted meat on his chest. He was fine. You know, I was yeah. like, James, that a little built. I like uh, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Back in the day. Back in the day. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting. Um, Rupert's initial reason for dating her weren't the same. Right. Yeah. Right. Because uh, when he was having a conversation with his co-worker mm-hmm. and he was like, man, why are you dating somebody with six kids? And he was like, you know, you don't have to try too hard. You know, right? You give her a glass of wine and a bubble bath. <laughs> yeah,
1: right? She don't want much. She that's don't what want he was much. thinking. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. And, and truly, I don't think she she knew to want much. She mm-hmm. wanted just somebody to take a little bit of the load off with just her coming home and being able to relax. I think mm-hmm. that's why she went to his place so she could just escape from it all and decompress. So she, yeah, she didn't. She didn't want much. Yeah. She really didn't.
0: Her children initially didn't like Ro. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me what, what you think about that
1: and why you think the reasons were. It, it, they may reference to sometimes that this was just going to be another one of those jokers that were in and out. Mm-hmm. So apparently, whether it was their father's or other men that she dated, they felt like, you know, your mother with six of us. And these men are not gonna stick around because it's too much much responsibility. And they really didn't wanna be bothered with, you know, another joker coming in and then not being there. So I think they saw it as just, you know, somebody else that's not gonna be here for us, that's not gonna really care about you, and we just don't wanna go through that again. Mm -hmm. They just really didn't wanna see their mother go through that again. Yeah, and even the oldest son also said, we don't need another mouth to feed in this house. (laughs) There's too many people you in know, here now. Right? With one bathroom. With one seven bathroom. people with one bathroom. Right, right, right,
0: right. But eventually, Rupert made a connection with the kids. Why do you think that is? I think
1: in each one of them, he saw something, and whatever it was, each of the issues that they had, he tried to hone in what those issues were. The middle son, he was smart, but he decided he wasn't going to go to school. He was out there pl- shooting dice. So Rupert showed him a thing or two with the dice game Mm -hmm. and beat him at his own game, basically, and told him he needed to go stay in school. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, that was one
0: of my favorite scenes. Mm -hmm. Because remember after they did the dice game and then Rupert, asked him to explain how much money he, he won. And he kept, he was
1: calculating it Calcul- in his head. And then,
0: his, and then he said to him, man, I just heard you ma- um, add, subtract, subtract
1: multiply, multiply, and divide, and divide. Right.
0: in one sentence. He said, get your butt back in school. <laughs> exactly. And if you ain't
1: in there, I'm going to kick you behind. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. that was interesting. So he, he tried in, in little ways to, to make each of them feel special mm-hmm. when Claudine couldn't. So mm-hmm. I think they started to feel that he really cared about about them, because sometimes when a man dates a woman with children, he wants to deal with the mother only and not deal with the children. So I think in that little way, he showed her that, no, I'm ready to take on the whole package, even though later, you know, he kind of got cold feet. But initially, I think he was ready to take on a responsibility. But even though they had a rocky start,
0: why do you think that they had such a connection, Rupert and Claudine?
1: Because they end up falling in love. They did end know. up falling in love. I think they just both I think they just both were determined. Mm-hmm. Determined to make it work. I think Claudine was like, the women on the bus every morning was like, you need to get you some. You know, basically <laughs> they were telling us that she needed to get us some um, every day. And she was like, What you know, am I looking like that? So every day they were like, You need to get you some. So finally she was like, Okay, let me give somebody a shot. I think she had just put up a wall because she I think she was feeling it too. Mm-hmm. I have these six kids. What man is really going to be with me for anything other than maybe sex or, you know, mm-hmm. just for a, a temporary situation? Because I have six kids. Mm-hmm. What are what can they help me do? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think when she finally realized that he... Uh, wanted to spend time with her. He wanted, he didn't mind being with the six kids. He didn't mind sitting over there in that little four-bedroom (laughs) or that four-room apartment. Reading his paper. Reading his paper with a little hat over his eyes, waiting for the welfare lady to come. (laughs) He didn't mind. Mm -hmm. You know, I think she was like, okay, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And and he just, I think he just liked her. I think Mm -hmm. he just liked the essence of her. I think he liked, you know, and Diane Carroll's a good looking woman. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she was a nice looking woman, well put together. So he did, you know, fall in love with her. Mm-hmm. and wanted to marry her but
0: he got cold feet. Yeah. And I like how the movie brought out like real issues mm-hmm. uh, with black men because sometimes when black men do abandon black women it's not necessarily all because they just want to mistreat them. I think society sometimes creates certain pressures. It's not an excuse right. but right. I thought the movie did a good job of explaining you know, why he may want to run away. Right. You know, It was like okay, She's on welfare, getting this check to take care of her kids. But if I move the house, you're not going to give her welfare anymore, right? Or you're going to confiscate my check, or right, right. Do you know so, all yeah, this other stuff? If I bring stuff.
1: two dollars, you're going to take three, you mm-hmm, know. So it's right. like, I, so I can't even help the situation. I make it. I would make the situation worse to a degree. Right. So, exactly. So you know how is it helping? Because when they went to the welfare office, everything was fraud. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> it was like yeah, Roxy Roker's character. That would be fraud. It was like <laughs> you know, I, it was like he couldn't win for losing. He right. was like you know, I love her. I want to support her, but you know, I'm taking food out of her children's mouths as I'm moving there. Or right. they were like, well, we'll give the children support. But then we won't give you. It was just it was was crazy. crazy. It was crazy. And he just couldn't
0: see himself doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting because after he went to the welfare office, then in his check, they garnished his wages for the other kids. For the other kids. And then he was like, now I'm going to take on six more kids. (laughs) Right. Yeah. This was a a well-written movie. It brought up, you know, we talked about the single mother. We talked Mm -hmm. about the love story, but it had a lot of social issues, too. Yes, it did. I like at the beginning where. Tarzan was showing on the screen mm-hmm. and the teenage daughter was like, why are you cheering for Tarzan? You know, <laughs> it was
1: interesting, you know. Right. Yeah, they yeah. tried to do little subtle, subtle mm-hmm. things in there. Mm-hmm. The, the social issues at the time or the images that you saw um, with African-Americans at the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I liked how they did that, too. Mm-hmm. Cause it, it brought out little things subtly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, um, one of the things, and they had, I think it was their first date, and they started mm-hmm. talking about, I guess, the stereotypes of, like, a single mom. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. the first thing he's like, well, why do you have all these kids? And she just, like, railed on him, like, right. yeah, I'm just sitting around opening my legs, blah, <laughs> right. blah, blah, blah,
1: <laughs> right. blah, you know. Right,
0: right, right. And then she turned it on him and was like, okay, how come you don't see your kids? Right. You know, without knowing all the backstory. Right. So, you right. know, tell me what you think about some of the
1: stereotypes that single mothers have. I think, I think they ad- addressed all the stereotypes that single mothers have. There's these beliefs that that a single mother didn't do something that she was supposed to do and that's why they're single. Or, mm-hmm. or the single mother is somewhere, the angry black woman at the, at the, at the father or whatever. And mm-hmm. that's not always the case. Every situation is different. Everybody has a different experience. You know, It's not all the same. And some people are single mothers because they chose to be single mothers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I have plenty of friends that have adopted Mm -hmm. And they're single mothers, Mm -hmm. and so there is no story on the Mm -hmm. other side. They just Mm -hmm. decided they wanted to have a child. So there's so many different ways now that people come to be single mothers. So some of those, especially for black women, those stereotypes are still very, very prevalent in in African-American culture because they're always being looked at as, oh, some man left you, you know, Mm For whatever reason, mm-hmm. so that's the that's the thing that I wish would start to evolve is that now there's a a, a big, wide range of how women become single mothers. Mm-hmm. You know, when Angelina Jolie decided to start adopting the Rainbow Coalition, you know, <laughs> she was a single mother and they just glorified it like it was the most wonderful thing. When Madonna did it, it was just a beautiful thing. You know, so when white women do it, it's it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And they're not even called. I don't even think they even call them single mothers. What do they call them? I don't know. There's no name for it. It's just, oh, they're children, you Mm -hmm, know. mm -hmm. But when we do it, it's uh, the single mother, baby mama, mama, and it's all Mm -hmm. these negative stereotypes that go along Mm -hmm. with it. So I think we have to start changing the narrative as well. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. at that time, I think it did touch on the issues. I mm-hmm. think it touched on it, it, it for the time. It was kind of, it kind of was ahead of its time to yeah. talk about it, to bring it to the
0: forefront. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on the flip side of that, I like how they addressed the, I guess the stereotype of the, the the man who doesn't have a relationship with his children. Right, you know? right, right. I, I don't use it as an excuse, but I thought the movie did a very good job of bringing what the real issue was. Right. It was almost like, You know, I can't win for losing, so I'm just going to pick up and leave town and not even work. Right. You know, right. And I
1: think that and I think that's very real. Mm -hmm. Now, in some cases, there are some some women who will take a man to court to get two extra dollars. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. it didn't seem like that was the case with him. Right. But whatever he was paying, it wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. So you know, the court system will go in and, and take the money if, if, if they see that you're working and you make five extra dollars, they'll take four of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think sometimes that's that's what the, that's when black men get like enraged, cause they're like, I'm trying to do something and it's like my something is not good enough. Right, you right, know. Right. So, and I think that's where communication has to come in with, the, with the two parties, that sometimes doesn't happen. Definitely, yeah. yeah
0: yeah so let's talk about uh the performances of the actors i know we were talking earlier about mm-hmm. the the image of diane carroll right you right know, right I just always,
1: yeah i always saw diane Carroll. you know even when she was julia you know she was she always just had this presence about her she's a beautiful woman and she had this presence and this upstanding so to see her play this welfare mother with six kids. Cut you out of and, a hat. and beat you with a brush. It was just like, but I think she carried the, the role very well. Mm, she did. And then to see James L. Jones, who can play Othello, mm-hmm. and you know, and Paul Robinson, and mm-hmm. those sort, those characters, mm-hmm. and to see him play, you know, this kind of jive talking. <laughs> Got women calling got him a ball in the middle of the night. Exactly. She's like, who is Shirley? <laughs> right. And he's living in an apartment and all the, the, the ladies of the night are mm-hmm. living there. And they, hey, Rupe And he mm-hmm. like, you know. So mm-hmm. he had like this cool swagger about mm-hmm. him that you don't normally associate with James Earl Jones because you've seen him do classical theater. Mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. seen him do classical mu- movies and things like that. So it was at first you think, oh, that's a kind of miscasting. But once you start watching it, mm-hmm. you see that they are truly good and actors. And they really embrace the character. They embrace they the the characters. They got right down into exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They really embrace the characters.
0: Another scene that really kind of touched me, remember when um, they had the Father's Day celebration and Rue didn't show up? Yeah. yeah. So the two sons, the youngest, uh, what's the next to the youngest one? The, the middle son. The with middle the afro. son yeah. with the afro. Mm-hmm. And his younger brother. They got on a bike to ride to his house, and just to seeing them ride through all that traffic, I know it was just that it was, was just so d- touching. D- they were just movement. determined,
1: right, to find out what happened to him, right. Because they really were excited about doing that for him. Mm-hmm. They really were. And they they put the little party together. Everybody was bringing their little hooch juice to come and celebrate <laughs> know, Father's no. Day. I was like, everybody come with liquor. Come so with liquor. Finally, so finally they was like, let's just eat the chicken because he's not coming. Yeah. But that, that I did like that scene, too, mm-hmm, that they really mm-hmm. were determined to really see. I was like, these kids, I was like, did this really like, they're riding between trucks and traffic. And they went <laughs> and the up, right up to that apartment. With it was the like, prostitutes and everything. Prostitute it was like knocking on the door mm-hmm. so yeah that was a good scene mm-hmm. I like that scene too yeah, I like yeah. that scene and I also like the scene when he did come back and they all got in the car mm-hmm. and they were like trying to tell him what they would do to make things easier was, <laughs> like the little boy was like I don't, don't eat, eat much, much. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like so and so and so they gonna move out soon <laughs> right
0: <laughs> So it's only gonna be four, four of, us. of us, right? right <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That was that was good. Yeah, that that was, was a good. good. Scene. It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. But you know what else made the movie really good was the soundtrack. Oh, you, it's produced you. by Curtis Mayfield. Yeah. And and the last, last night, night and the clips.
1: You can't you can have a good movie without the, without that mm-hmm, soundtrack. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. back in the day with Curtis Mayfield, I know that was always. The movie and mm-hmm. the music, mm-hmm. it, was, it went hand in hand. Yeah. My favorite song in the movie is and the Love, love It. Huggin' and the Love It. Kissing, Kissing and the Kissing. Kissin'.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were jamming yeah. on that. That yeah, was a good Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the director. The director was John Barry, and when I did some research on him, it was very interesting. Mm. There was this movie that uh, Robert De Niro did about this director and they accused him of being a communist and it was based on John Barry. Mm. So in the 1950s, well during the McCarthy era, some of his co-workers or whatever, his colleagues accused him of being a communist, and he had to leave the country Mm -hmm. for a long Mm -hmm. time. So he eventually came back, and then that's when he did the Claudine and some other movies. But Mm -hmm. I thought that was very interesting that somebody so talented just because somebody thought he was a communist. But that was the the time back then, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. had to leave the country. So it's interesting that somebody who was, I guess you consider, persecuted by this country come back, Came back and directed such a, a beautiful movie. Because right, I really right, thought it was, right, yeah, yeah.
1: And to take on that movie at the time, like mm-hmm. take on a, a, a black film, and during that time, it was the time of black exploitation films. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for him to tackle even that subject matter as a director, mm-hmm. you would think, you know, why would you want to do that? But it may he may not have even had a choice. Right, That might have been only films that he could get to direct, having come back, you know, and and having been accused of being a a communist. Right, exactly. He probably had to take whatever projects
0: he could get. Right. And it was interesting, too, because there was a big uh, theme of social injustice, you know, with the Mm -hmm. protests Mm -hmm. and the fighting against the police and treat us as, you know, human beings. Give us jobs,
1: not welfare. And you so see how things come full circle. Come full circle, because we're we're there now. How the cops were beating them up and, mm-hmm. and pushing them back and everything. We're full circle. We're there. We're there again. We're there again. It's, definitely. What? Almost forty years later.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Definitely.
0: Definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: So as you can see,
0: Thelma and I absolutely yeah. love Claudine. Love Claudine. <laughs> love Claudine. Let's talk about. Um, the ending scene. I just
1: love the ending scene. When they're walking up the street when all together. When they're walking up the street. Yes. They look like Coming they, from jail. <laughs> right. Coming from jail. Like, they, I think that just said to it, we're in this together. Mm-hmm. That last mm-hmm. scene was just, just said it all. We're in this together. She had a daughter who was pregnant mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. her. She had the son who didn't want to be bothered with any of them, but he was there because mm-hmm. they had come, they had support. They all got in the paddy wagon with them mm-hmm. when they went to jail. And I think it just showed that they were all going to be in it together and yeah, they were going to be together, all right. right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, another reason I like this movie because they had some real, I want to say, black household moments. <laughs> like <laughs> when he made the bath for her, mm-hmm. he used dishwashing liquid.
1: <laughs> yes, and you know, all of our mothers did that when we were growing up. You want a bubble bath, you get the dishwashing liquid, and, and he just poured it in, in. there. Right.
0: And also, um, When she beat her, I mean, you know, I don't advocate uh, beating your kids, but
1: that brush did look familiar. Well, because our mothers would grab whatever was closest. If mm-hmm. it was the brush, the Hot Wheel track, mm-hmm. <laughs> or a, a switch, or whatever was mm-hmm. closest to them at the time they would grab. So she saw that brush, and she started beating. Yeah, yes, that, yeah, that is typical black mother. Typical, <laughs> typical. And, and another scene I like, it, this is not
0: necessarily typical of black households, but when she went on a date with Rupert and went to his house, they just had
1: that little mouse <laughs> running, running across, across the floor. floor. <laughs> Right, right. And he set his little trap and he was gonna catch it. And uh-huh, she couldn't she uh-huh. couldn't rest until he, he caught that mouse. Because she could hear
0: the trap go <laughs> and then she was <laughs> right. like, okay. All I kept thinking about is the mouse being over there in the corner. <laughs> right. You're gonna have to get up out the bed and go get before it. Before anything happens and go get your mouse.
1: <laughs> right, 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 right.
0: It was just a good movie. It's a good it movie. Was it was, well very, it was very well done. And I'm glad it was very well done. We revisited it because, you know, a lot of movies today, you know, it's based on, like, all this action and, I know. you know, all this. Some like, of them I
1: can't even watch. It's too much going on. I don't right. know if I'm overstimulated or whatever. Right. I sat and watched Claudine on my on my iPad mm-hmm. and just was just as content as yeah. watching it and, you know, and watched it and followed it. And mm-hmm. just was like, this was just so good. It was just a good story. <laughs> right. Some of the movies now is too much. I mm-hmm, think they try mm-hmm. to do too much now. Mm -hmm. They try to fit too much in 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. definitely. So
0: um, that's going to be our time for today. Uh, Thelma and I love Claudine. We could go on and on about it, and we Mm -hmm. don't want to tell you every little thing because, you know, sometimes you get spoilers, but this is the kind of movie that if you see it, you can see it again. Right. If you're interested in seeing Claudine, um, it's available on Blu-ray and DVD, and it's distributed by Fox Home Movies. So it's available I, for those of you who collect DVDs, definitely put this in as part of your collection. Absolutely. Yes. So until next time, consider yourself blacklit. Thank you.